This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cretellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. We are back post-birthday weekend. Whoop whoop. Another year older, not another year wiser. <laughs> how is everything? It's great. I mean, how uh, how could it be anything other than wonderful after your birthday? I, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> it was a good time. We had, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go a little low-key this year, so we just did uh, movie and uh, dinner, but the movie was the new Marvel movie, so, you know, that was good. That was good. And then... woo Captain Marvel. Yay! And then uh, dinner was uh, all-you-can-eat sushi, which also came with all-you-could-drink sake, so good birthday! Always. It was a very good time. Can't complain about that. No, good friends. It was nice. That sake always kicks my ass. <laughs> you always turn around and you're like, holy crap, I'm drunk. It's what happens when you drink when you're seated. Is that, I mean, who drinks standing up? People at bars. <laughs> but they're usually sitting in a bar stool. Or they're standing, but normally you don't, like when you're seated for a long period of time versus like moving around, going back to the bar, blah, blah, blah. Hmm different okay it does things yeah yeah all right um i'm glad you had a good time though i did that's good it's been a very interesting week Mm. got a lot going on right we i feel like our months are always a lot more hectic than we anticipate we always i won't disagree with that we always turn around and we're like holy shit balls what are we going to be doing (laughs) like where did the whole month go it's always it's always a lot it is. Um, but I, not complaining, right? But no. at the same time, it's always like, where where did the month go? Yeah. Dinners and outings and you got work things and yeah, all like, kinds of stuff. We already have an unplanned trip coming up in the next couple of months. I mean, technically we have two. An unplanned? What two? Yeah, well, I mean, we knew the wedding was going to come. We just didn't know it was coming that quickly. So what another, wedding? Another wedding. The one in Tim's? October? Yeah, Tim's Yeah, wedding. we knew that was happening in no, October. It, we eventually did. No, we knew that a long time ago. We knew that we were going to end up going out there, then we were going to be back at work in a week, and then we were going to be leaving for Punta Cana. So that one that one was planned. It was this trip in May that we're, that was like completely out of left field for yeah, us. I need, I need to not have more unplanned trips. <laughs> I know, right? But the good news is that when we go, when we like travel in May, we get to spend time with Dwayne. And Valerie. And Valerie, which is going to be super exciting. And that, that is good news. The good news is my little brother is graduating high school. That's the real good news. That's The that's bonus is. Great news. The bonus is. I don't know. I think they're pretty even. No. I think going to see Dwayne and Valerie is like right on par with a high school It's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> it's like right on par. It's like super even. Well, and Grandma Betty and Susie will be there. That'll be and fun. Yes, it'll be nice. It's a good time. I'm yes. really looking forward to it. I'm just saying like it's really cool because we'll also have the opportunity to see our friends which is going to be and spend day. it for your birthday yeah and it'll be right around my birthday that'll be my birthday celebration too mm-hmm. so get ready for us tampa <laughs> i don't think you're ready for all this jelly i think it'll probably be ebor it'll, i'm just guessing which is tampa mm-hmm. yeah it's downtown tampa it's ebor ish <laughs> which is tampa it's its own proper thing yeah well 
What say you? We hop into our hashtag gay relationship goals for the week. Hippity hop away. All righty. As a reminder, every week, Tony and I will pick a wonderful queer couple and highlight them as our hashtag gay relationship goals. Our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity and perspective to the gay relationship narrative. If you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag gay relationship goals, or if there is a queer relationship that you admire and would like to bring to our attention, please, please, please reach out to us. Tag us on some of these adorable couples photos on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Our handle is at pod relationship. Tony and I will take a look at these photos and posts and could potentially highlight you and your partner on an episode of the podcast. So this week, um, my ovaries are exploding yet again, <laughs> which is exciting. I mean, we always love a good uh, gay couple with a child. <laughs> it's true. It is always one of our best and favorite things that we get to see and, and be a part of. Um, so this week, we are highlighting none other than the the daddy and papa combo or papa and daddy combo james and charlie and their little baby boy charlie as well (laughs) um on instagram you can follow them they are at papa and daddy that's p-a-p-a-a-n-d-d-a-d-d-y um it's fun i had actually started following these guys uh last year i thought that they were super cute and again i always love a, a super adorable um you know dad and and uh, combo like you know that's like really cute um and then i just started following them a little bit more and it looks like they have a baby girl her name is they call her charlie i'm guessing her name is charlotte <laughs> that would be my guess um but they're cute so it's two dads again um james and charlie uh i, I guess james works in tech and charlie is a filmmaker and then they have a baby girl named Charlotte or Charlie as they refer to her. But they're just so freaking cute. You know, they are. What I really love about them is this is one of those profiles where you can get lost for years um, because they go back to, I mean, I went back to 2015. So, I mean, you got a lot of history you can go through and you can see like the progression and the fun. And there's still all this adorable, like all the Christmas photos are super cute. Then the family vacations, the first time, assuming first time in the ocean, like really, really great stuff of Paris is in there you know it's just great my my favorite though is there's there's this one somewhat recent picture of the three of them piled on the couch together and mm-hmm. they're all like smooching on each other I think that's super cute my favorites are all of the thoughtery pictures that they have <laughs> with the baby as well because you know like I look at these pictures and like you had mentioned Paris for example and and I love it the, both of the guys look like they work out they're not like overly muscled or anything like that but it looks like they spend a lot of time in the gym like and it's great i love i am always so inspired by by like profiles like this because they make it known that like you can be a parent right you can have children and you can still have a life like i think all too often the narrative has been you know when you have kids you end up losing your ability to like go out and do stuff right Mm -hmm. like your kids prevent you from being able to you know travel abroad or you know my gosh now i have a dad bod because all i do is like you know watch my child and i don't have time to work out um, and they literally prove the exact opposite, right? Hmm. Where they work out like they're still like really great, really great shape. They still look really good. You can tell they take very good care of themselves and they still manage to have adventures and fun and they bring 
baby Charlie along with them mm-hmm. as well. And that's just super, um, I don't know, it's inspiring. It just makes me laugh, you know. And again, they're like, in, there's pictures of them in like Speedos and having a really great time out on, you know, vacation and doing stuff. But like at the end of the day, they are a family. And mm-hmm. it's so wonderful to see and just again super inspiring and i'm just a huge fan of theirs i love it the other one that gets me and this is one that always gets me and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be that dad um is when they wear either complimentary costumes or matching costumes for halloween so halloween is my favorite holiday um and uh i think i'm gonna be i totally think i'm gonna be that dad so i see them like they're all dressed like skeletons i think that's super cute they oh did a finding nemo one that oh i was love so cute no yeah. this is gonna i mean look i halloween has always been fun for me but i know that we are going to i want to be like on par with the neil patrick harris mm-hmm. and david burka like they always like kill it on halloween mm-hmm. um and so i want to like do something of the sort uh when we beside, decide to have children as well uh, I think that it would be wonderful. But mm-hmm. I, again, I'm such a huge fan of them. And I know that you all will be a huge fan too. So please, please, please follow them on Instagram. Again, their handle is at Papa and Daddy. Um, and again, that's Ch- James and Charlie and their baby Charlie as well, which again, I'm assuming is short for Charlotte. Um, that's just an assumption. I could be wrong. Please correct me, um, James and Charlie, if if the opposite. But um I absolutely love them. We are huge fans of them, and they have definitely inspired us to do this. The other thing I love is that they dress Charlie like a little woman, and I love that. (laughs) There's nothing greater than a kid in, like, adult clothing, if you ask me. I think it's, like, so good. I love that because, you know, kids should not be wearing kids' clothes. (laughs) I know that sounds, like, really weird, but I think kids should be, like, dapper, right? Like, they should look really good, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, Anyways, follow them on social media, you guys. You're going to fall in love with them just like we did. Um, We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to try to solve the world's problems. Critelli style. Bye for now. Hello, listeners. It's Tony. Marco and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to listen to our podcast and for allowing us to be a part of your lives. If you love this show, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. Please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Potable, TuneIn, Spotify, or your Amazon Echo. And while you're there, feel free to rate and review Relationship. Your support is much appreciated. On behalf of Marco and myself, I want to sincerely thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. So this week, we have a really interesting topic um, that you and I, during the course of our entire relationship, have struggled with. Absolutely. It has literally been a real challenge for us uh, from the beginning. Um, Up to and including today. It's, yeah, <laughs> literally an hour ago. Um, yeah, no, it's it's something that we uh, have always talked about um, and something that we've tried to find the delicate balance um, and it's how to maintain your independence while also being in a relationship mm-hmm. and the reason why this has been such a challenge for the two of us is because you and I are both fiercely independent people to begin with right and because of that it has been really challenging because we really enjoy spending time with one another but we always feel like we end up losing a little bit of ourselves 
for the relationship and we don't necessarily get to participate or uh, explore the things that we enjoy independently Mm -hmm. um, because we spend so much time with each other. Right. So that's been a real challenge uh, for us, you know, I mean, all the way down to like little things like, you know, I love to karaoke, you're not a huge fan of karaoke. So I like end up finding myself not being able to like go out as often as I would like to to do that because I think, you know, gosh, I should probably spend time with my husband (laughs) instead of going out and, and, you know, doing that. You know, work schedules get like really, really tough. And, you know, we already don't get to spend a lot of time with each other because of that. Um, And then when we come home, it's like, yeah, we should probably like check in with one another and make sure each other is doing well. So like, why would I go out for another night, you know, and like not see you? Um, Same thing with like even all the way down to like television shows, right? Yeah, there's a couple that I really like, but I that you don't, and I end up not watching them because I don't want you relegated to another room. <laughs> and same, same, right. I, you know, because there are shows that I, I I do watch without you, or I try to watch without you, but it, it's like hard. I'll end up being like three or four weeks behind <laughs> because you know we end up spending so much time watching the shows that we like together um, that I don't end up being able to do that. How? Do, where do you think that comes from? I mean, I know for me, it's not, it's not that I am not an independent person, because I am. I've, I've always been, um, and I think I always will be. It's that I don't like not including you. Um, and it's something you and I used to be really good about. One night a week, you would go out. We, one night a week, we would each do our own thing, whether, whether that was going out, staying in, whatever. Um, and then the next night we would have a date. And I, you know, we've said it on here before. I think we need to reinstitute it because I do think it's healthy and good for us. Um, you know, I enjoy um, going and seeing my friends, but I typically do it as like part of an errand. Um, and what I need to do is just be okay with doing it completely independently in and of itself. And it's funny because I, I give you permission to like, and not that you need permission for me. Like, it's not like I'm the gatekeeper, right? But I give you permission. I tell you all the time. I'm like, right. you should spend time with your friends and you don't have to do it under the guise of, hey, I'm going to like make a target run. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to bring said friend and then we're going to hang out for like eight hours with one another and I'll see you at like 10 o'clock at night. Like, I'm like, if you want to go have drinks or like catch a quick dinner with somebody, like just do it. Like, don't worry. Like, just let me know ahead of time. I'll know to get off of work early so I could take the dog out. Like, I'll do the things that I need to do. Like, you don't have to not give yourself what you need and or want because you feel like you have to spend all your time with me. But it's hard, right? Because again, we, both of us work very, very hard. Um, and even when we are home with one another, like we have like a couple of hours together and then time for bed and then it's time for bed. Mm -hmm. So we don't really get to spend that much time together with one another. And I think that's where a lot of that lies, right? Mm -hmm. We end up spending, we don't have enough time with each other during the week. So you feel I, and maybe I'm just projecting, but this is definitely something that I go through, but like. I feel like I should be spending time with you because I didn't get to spend time with you during the course of the week. So, like, why go out for, you know, more hours during the course of the week when that's just, again, few like less hours that I get to spend with you during mm-hmm. the course of the week. So it just makes it really challenged. But at the end of the day, we end up losing ourselves. You can. Yeah, you absolutely can. And that's 
it's it's a huge problem. It's crazy. So we read a couple of really interesting articles. Uh, the first one I read was on Talkspace.com. This was an article written by Ben Gullard. I hope I said his name right. Um, but it was essentially like how to maintain independence while in a relationship. And I'm not going to go through the article. We'll definitely post uh, this on um, our Instagram so that everyone can, you know, have access to it so that they can see it. But um, he just kind of goes through like four quick things. Or I'm sorry, maybe it's just three things that three, he just three. talks about that is interesting. The first one he says is know your habits and understand your history. Um, what I thought was really funny, and I'm going to read this because I, I think it's like super important. But even if you have a concept of what an ideal relationship might look like, it is worth a re-examination in, of your past experiences to better understand how your relationships work. In their book, Attached, Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel Heller draw upon decades of psychology research to describe that how we were nurtured as children can deeply affect the way we deal with our adult relationships. Their outline of attachment suggests that we each generally behave in relationships in one of three ways. One is anxious, so that's a preoccupation with being loved back by intimate uh, partners. Two is avoidant, concern over loss of independence by being overwhelmed in intimate relationships. And three is secure, comfortable with intimacy. Where do you think you are uh, in those three? I think I vacillate between all three. Interesting. I think you're all number one. You think I'm anxious? I think you're super anxious. Mm. And I think a lot of that has to come with be with a lot of the trauma that you've undergone over, you know, the years of your life. But I think a lot of it is like your your preoccupation with being loved back by intimate partners. Like I think that you are constantly in a state of like needing to touch, needing to experience, needing to be around, needing to know. Like, I mean, just recently, without getting too personal, you definitely said uh, you think that when I'm gone, that you miss me more than I miss you. Mm-hmm. And that is something that you go through and experience on a constant basis because you you need that attention. Like, you need that. And I think that that is very interesting, whereas I am definitely avoidant. Right. Super avoidant. Right. Because my concern over the loss of who I am, my independence, and my being overwhelmed in intimate relationships is a major situation i like literally go through on a consistent basis feeling like like please give me 50 feet like on a consistent (laughs) basis like i like you're you're up under me like I, i just need you to go away for a little bit and it's really interesting in our relationship because like that always ends up hurting your feelings. Right. And then I always end up being annoyed that your feelings are hurt because of that. And then I end up having to like recalibrate. And then you're always like, you're always on me a little bit more. And then it makes me feel like I'm losing more and more of my independence and my ability to like do without you, not because I want to do without you, but because I need like a breather. It's so interesting. It is. I remember when I was younger, this is a little side story. When I was younger, I used to like vanish in the bathroom for like an hour or two. And I would literally just like go in there, close the door. Sometimes I would bring a book in there and I would just like read. (laughs) And sometimes I would just like be by myself and my mom and my dad and everybody would be like, where are you? Why are you upstairs? You're in the bathroom. And I remember my grandmother, Ella Mae, God love her. She used to tell my mom and dad sometimes like he just he just wants to be alone. Like, just leave him alone. 
Like, just leave them alone sometimes. And I think that that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, sometimes I just need to go in the bathroom and close the door and, like, escape. Mm. It's, like, really interesting. I like being alone, too. That's why I think it's really a good idea to bring back what we talked about. Because even if you don't go out and you stay in, just having that separate time, I think, can be so helpful. If nothing else, it makes you miss each other. Sure. Sure, I think, and it's it's you're right. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two points that uh, was made in this article by um, uh, Ben Gullard was uh, finding self love, which I think is important. I think I I I would have to vent, like really dig deep into myself to like figure this out, but I think I love myself. I, I think I'm good at that. Um, but the other thing that I thought was like super important was they say re- reunite again and again. Mm-hmm. And I think that that and I love the operative word there, which is reunite. You can't unite reunite if you've never broken up. Deunited. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> so I think that that is really important. You've got to give yourself the space so that you can give yourself the opportunity to reunite and have a good time and connect with one another. That's why I do miss you when I'm away, because, you know, when I'm away, I'm gone for a week and I want to talk to you and tell you everything that happened and all of my experiences. And and I really do want that because I, I do end up missing you. And, and I like my independence when I'm gone. Like, I think it's like fun, but I love coming back to you because it's like all right i did that for a little bit now i'm ready to like be with you and be together and like have fun and like get back into our routine and like have all that stuff like it's always great to have that Mm. i think it's really fun and i think it's important too to know that you don't have to necessarily be apart in a forced way to reunite like you can reunite after being apart for your work day like you know um and you can just make it a point to be present with each other like i know i don't really um you know drink uh coffee uh, in the evening anymore but i remember some of my favorite things to do is like just have a cup of coffee and just sit and talk about your day at the end of the day and just chill for a little bit and then go make dinner and you know mm. just stuff like that like and i know you and i used to do that where like we would just lay on the couch facing each other and rubbing each other's feet talking about our day you know and that's that's a good thing that's a really good thing that's an easy way to reunite you can, it can just mean to be actually very present i mean maybe we should reinstitute cocktail hour right where it's like i you know we come home and we literally spend an hour having a drink with one another and like talking and and you know completely decompressing and like figuring out what happened during the course of the day and what ha- and then going and you know conducting life thereafter because then we you know it'll be fun and it's like a way to do that um the last paragraph of this article i just wanted to read this because i thought it was really uh powerful but it says a lasting relationship cannot be sustained by the fear of what could be lost by being apart Healthy independence within a relationship allows you and your partner to feel the love gained by being together and to choose that love again and again. I thought that that was really, really amazing. And again, it it gives you the opportunity to know and understand that it is important for you to be apart, but it is important to reunite and be able to share that love with one another in that reunification which I think is really great. Yeah, and it's like we it's like we consistently say like you are a whole person. Um and you need to continue to fuel that whole person. Sure. Um, and so this next article actually uh, gets us into some pretty practical ways of doing that. So we read uh, another article um from bustle.com um by Raven Ishak um and it's 11 ways to be independent in a romantic relationship no matter what. 
Um, and I really like uh, some of these points. Um, you know, the first one is learn to recognize your own emotions. And I think we did that recently with that fun little test that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, but I think it's important to um, know know what you're feeling like that may seem really basic but as someone who uh, often can easily slide into autopilot uh, i know the, how important it is to like actually pay attention and be present because then things don't build up then you're being heard then you're interesting because you have a perspective then you're actually being present and communicating you know so i think it's important to recognize how you're feeling mm-hmm. um the next one is to do something by yourself. And this one can be really scary for a lot of people. Um, I know it's, for me, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, If I didn't have time to do something by myself every day, um, you know, I would, I think I would go crazy. So like for me, you know, I hate to be late, right? So I always leave extra early, early for work. But what do I do with that time, you know? And what I do is I walk around, whether it's a new neighborhood, because I have to travel across the five boroughs for work, whether it's walking around a new neighborhood, or it's just sitting quietly uh, on a bench and people watching. Uh, the first thing I do every morning is meditate. And so even though you're physically present, I feel like I'm alone with myself. Like, it's really nice. Well, and what, you know, and something I do is I try to wake up in the morning and I stretch by mm-hmm. myself. I like, you know, close the bedroom door. I'm in the living room. I'm like stretching and talking, you know, to myself and like just giving myself the opportunity to like breathe in newness and like breathe out all of the, you know, stuff that's happened, you know, from the past day and things like that. I read when I'm on the train, like that mm-hmm. gives me an opportunity to like escape i even watch like smut right i watch stupid things well you watch I, smut well i guess i can't say that <laughs> word i watch like stupid stuff right like i'll There's watch like difference. i know smut has know. a different connotation i know i didn't mean it like okay that, got but, you just checking <laughs> no but like i'll watch like keeping up with the kardashians not because i actually want to keep up with them but because it's like stupid and it's like brainless sometimes and it's like just an opportunity to like watch TV, you know, mm-hmm. and like do that or I'll watch Grownish or, you know, Blackish too. Like that's something else that I watch, which I'm not like super invested in. Half the time I'm not like actually sitting and watching right. it. But like it's on, I'm listening while I'm cleaning the living room. Like and it just gives me the opportunity to like decompress and like have that. Hmm. So I think take a take a chance, find something that you can do alone. Yes, it can be really challenging and scary, but there are things like take yourself to the movies. Sure. You know, that's a really fun thing to do. Sometimes just by yourself and reflect. Um, but anyway, uh, the next one is understand and accept your partner's point of view. So this is something that you can do to promote their independence, but it also feeds into your own because it, by understanding and accepting someone else's point of view, you have to explore it. You also have to play it off of yourself and you get to know each other again, mm. um, which I think is really great. I think that finding random topics just to see what people think about them uh, really can, um, it can be illuminating. I mean, you and I on this podcast, we have a topic every week, you know, and I really come to understand how you think and feel uh, on the topic every week. And we sometimes agree and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's a mix. But I think that the seeking to accept is the important part in this um, in this one. Hmm. The next one is learn to be interdependent, not codependent. So um, for those who don't know, right, there's 
interdependence, um, which is where you're sort of it's you know it's healthy and you're relying on each other. There's codependence, which is more much more enabling, much more shrinking of the self. And then there's counterdependence, and that's where you're like anti, right? So you don't want to be codependent. You don't, you don't want to be counterdependent. You want to be interdependent, which is I can stand on my own. You can stand on your own. Um, but, uh, we sort of feed into each other in positive ways. Um, you can't rely on the other person entirely for all your wants and needs essentially is what it means. Um, the next one is think of your core values. And I, and I definitely would recommend doing this before committing to a relationship with someone. You can, you can have fun with somebody and you can pass the time with somebody and you can do whatever you want. But if you're really going to commit to someone, if you're going to stay with them for a long time, I do think about, I do think that it's of value to, uh, really explore those things, um, deeply right away. Well, I also think, and everyone should be super open to the concept of your values shifting because that is something that does happen over time, right? When you do put two people together for extended periods of time, there are learning periods, there are a shifting and or a change in what, uh, is presented to you and then you you know you end up having like a different perspective on it which is wonderful Mm -hmm. um and and that is definitely something to be good so so have like a a a basic understanding and or structure for your values but be okay with the fact that your your values may shift because of uh your needs and wants are going to shift when it comes time to be in a relationship with somebody else you know my single values are completely different than my relationship values mm-hmm. because you know when I'm with my husband, my now husband, you know I, I'm thinking about things in a completely different way. I'm not thinking about it in a me, me, me scenario anymore. I'm thinking about it in an us scenario. Um, but I am a part of that us, so I do need to make sure that I know and understand that. So for us to be healthy, I may need to spend time alone every once in a while so that I can be that whole person for you and for us, which is going to be great. So I know that was like kind of all over the place by way of like points and jumpingness, but, um, but I think that those kinds of things are important as well. Yeah, I agree. And, and they bring up a good point in the article too, which is it's very normal for your values to change over time. Um, but you shouldn't change them for each other. You Mm-mm. shouldn't change them for your partner. You shouldn't force each other. You shouldn't put pressure on each other. Um, and I kind of hope that that goes without saying, um, because that's about mutual respect. Sure. The next point, um, maintain your own passions, right? So that one's kind of self-explanatory, right? You want to, you know, there's things that you share in common. There's things that you want to do together and, and that's great. But then what about the things that fill your own cup, uh, in a unique way? Like, you know, reading, writing, art, um, you know, random crazy stuff that like the other person isn't into, you know, uh, it's important to maintain those. Sure. Like you going to Comic-Con and leaving me at home for it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or you going to a bunch of fashion things and, you know, I'll go to one. <laughs> Just to say <laughs> that you did it. Be, to be a good husband and then you can go to the rest. Yes. <laughs> or me watching The Predators. Oh, Lord. That was, yes, that was that was a good, that's a good husband. But that's not, that's sharing a passion. That's not maintaining. That wasn't sharing a passion. I was not passionate about yeah. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is you're sharing my passion with me. Am I? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I love I love bad horror movies. Anyway, 
Number seven is learn to love yourself. Um, and just like the other article, right? This is very important. Um, Should you do that in public or private? <laughs> it depends on what kind of self-love you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's like everybody says, right? You can't you can't have a good relationship with someone else if you don't have a good relationship with yourself first. Can I get an amen? <laughs> and it's true, it's true. Like you will bring all kinds of issues, um, and you'll just repeat those patterns over and over and over and over and over. You know, because relationships are first and foremost a mirror, um, and you bounce things off of them. Uh, and so, if you're bouncing healthy things off of them, you'll get healthy things back. But if you don't love yourself, which is probably the hardest life lesson for a lot of people, um, is just to learn to love and accept who they are. Mm. Um, but if you don't do that, then again, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen <laughs> up in here? Do you think that you love yourself? I do. I do. If there's one thing that I uh, am really uh, that I'd like to think that I'm really good about, I like it's I know me. I know who I am. I'm comfortable with me. I'm comfortable in my skin. I love and accept every part of who I am. Mm. Um, and uh, it, it works for me. I'm happy with it. Good. Good. Do you? Uh, you know, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love me. I am I am still learning who me is. Uh and so I'm still learning um to how to love some of those avenues that quite frankly I didn't know even existed. Um but for the for the vast majority, yeah, I love myself. I um I think I'm quirky. I think that I uh can bring a lot um to the table and I think that one of my favorite things to do is to just laugh at myself and kind of like accept me and say, well, there you go. You, you did that thing again. Guess you're not as far along with that as you thought you were. Mm. Um, so I, while I, uh, I think I have good humor with myself, but no, I love myself. I love myself. It's a hard thing to, it is. to come to terms with. It is. It really is. Especially to be honest and genuine about it. Sure. Including all the faults. Um, okay. Number eight, hang out with your friends without your significant other. So this is a good one. And we, again, we're chatting about this just mere moments ago, right? But it is. It's important to maintain those friendships. Like you and I have a lot of shared friendships and uh, they're really great people and I love them. And it's a completely different experience when we aren't sharing them, when we're going out one-on-one. Um, and it's it's really important, even if it's the same people that we share, going out one-on-one is um, a completely different thing. And then there's some that we don't share. And going out uh, one-on-one on that is is great, too. Yeah, I think I do a pretty good job. I think I'm better at it than you are. I think I do give myself the opportunity to like be with and experience other people without you around. Um, and then we do, you're right, we have shared friends, but like even, and, and sometimes you're good at it. Like, you know, you and I, um, you know, we share, for example, like Steve and Erica, um, and then there's times where like Erica and I will go and have our own date nights and like she and I will be together. There are times when you and Steve hang out with one another and like have a really good time. And then there's times when all four of us are together and we do those things too. I think um, you deserve the opportunity to be with a lot more people without me and you don't do that all the time. Um, but uh, I think that I th- we have a pretty good you know, you hang out with like our uh, a good friend of ours that you go out and have like dinner with and like have like exotic meals with and, mm-hmm. and things like that too. So it, it happens sometimes, maybe not all the time, but enough, I would say. Yeah. Number nine, find a new hobby. I like this one 
and I don't think that it implies it, but so you can have hobbies with your partner and that's fine and you know, whatever. But this is actually saying get a new one, like right now, like not rekindle uh, one, but get a new one because it gives you new things to talk about with your partner. Um, it gives you an opportunity to go out. It gives you the opportunity to meet new people, make new friends, right? And it sort of feeds off of all those other previous ones about, you know, going out independently and, and things like that. Mm. So I, th- I thought this was a really good idea. It's not rekindling an interest. It's finding a new interest, mm. which I, that really struck me. That, that, that one, when I read it, I was like, huh, what would that be? Because normally I only engage in things that I'm familiar with that I know I enjoy. What would it be to try something new that I think might be fun? And I, it struck me when that happened. I'm like, huh, how boring of me. I should probably do that. <laughs> yeah, I, that's very... I don't know what else I could... Because uh, I think I do a pretty good job of like being a part of a lot of things. I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look at that. Because I don't know if I would rekindle... An, I don't know if I would... I don't know. I, I would just have to look at that because that, that's very interesting. I don't know what other new interests that I would have. I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I it's very... I don't know why it struck me so much, but it definitely did. And you, you're really good about taking opportunities when they come and those often lead to new experiences. But I think this is something different. This is talking about a hobby. Like, no, like, uh, literally. like a, a thing you build on and continue to grow in your in your interest of. Yeah. And well, I think was, that's different from what you're doing. It was like me, like I start I was doing those Beyonce dance classes for a while, right? right? Which was kind of a new thing, but realistically it was like me being back it was like a rekindling because well, you I used love to Beyonce take dance, and you dance. And I used so, to take dance yeah. classes before, right? So this was just kind of like a rekindling, but it was a new venture but like something completely new and out there i don't know what like what i would have to look at that that is like super uh, that's very intriguing i'm very Mm -hmm. intrigued by that yeah all right two more um this one is figure out what's important aside from your relationship right so this is the this is the dangerous one the scary one Mm. there is life outside your relationship and it is okay to take a look at what that is right doesn't mean taking a break from your relationship or anything like that. It's just making sure that you spend some time thinking about what's important in your life besides your relationship. And I would I would dare say this one after loving yourself is probably the most critical because so often we just get into at least it is for me where we just get into this habit of like, OK, it's you and me like that's it. Rest of rest of life. There we go. And it's like, no, what what else? Like, what else what do you else want to there? accomplish? What else is meaningful to you? Well, what I feel like the problem becomes is, aside from your relationship, what do we naturally uh, dive into and figure out is most important? Our mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Our work, right? Like, and, and I think that this is saying, like stop all that shit like g- figure out something else that's important to you not even your family like don't dive into your family as another thing like what else could make you feel full like what else like fills your cup and like makes it good that is not the basics which is not the norm like it, it's something that's other like what else can you do mm-hmm. and i think that that's really important because again like naturally it would be oh what you know what else is important to me? Yeah, work. I'm going to dive into work and make work really important. Well, that's, you know, not necessarily healthy mm-hmm. because you're not actually paying attention to, like, you yourself. You're, you're doing your work, uh, which is completely different. So I think this would be another challenge to, like, go beyond the norm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the last one is great advice. Don't place so much pressure on your relationship. I think that's really wonderful. Uh, People put a lot of pressure on uh, the relationship to 
it's these unrealistic expectations about meeting needs and, and things like that. And I think that like meet your own needs, mm. you know, and, and again, it's that whole person thing, like do what you need to do for you and bring that whole fulfilled self to your relationship. And I think that will take a lot of the pressure off of the relationship. Sure. Sure. I loved this topic this week. I think it was like super helpful. I think it was very um, enlightening. I think that it definitely gave me a lot to think about. And, you know, I think moving forward, we are going to have to like figure out where our independence within our relationship lies and how we can do things that uh, gives us the opportunity to pay attention to ourselves, but then also gives us the opportunity to include our partner, but from afar. Uh, and by including, I like it almost like the article say, like sharing it with one another by way of like, hey, guess just so you know, like this is what I've been doing and this has been fun and informing your partner of it, but kind of giving yourself something still to yourself. Like it's still private. You can keep it close to yourself hmm. and and not necessarily include them in it, but like give them the opportunity to check it out like and, and know about it from afar. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good to remember that this is a journey and it goes on forever. For sure. Awesome. Well, with that, we are going to take a short break. We'll be back in just a bit. Hey, folks, it's your favorite host, Tony. And Marco. We need to ask a favor. Please stop what you're doing this very moment and head to your favorite podcast directory and rate and review relationship. We know, we know. It's a big ask, but... We need your help in getting the word out about the podcast, and your reviews are the best ways to make that happen. So if you have two minutes, please go and give us a five-star rating. Then, write a review and tell everyone about how much you love our voices. Or how we're your favorite hosts. Or that this really important conversation is helping you along the way. Just a few ideas, you know, in case you get writer's block. Anyways, we appreciate your help and thank you for the support. Your participation will only make relationships better. We're going to get back to the show now, but we love all of you. Thanks. As always, we are super excited about this next installment, which we like to call We Ate Shit. (laughs) We have have special guests that aren't special at all. Um, (laughs) They're super special. They're just regulars. My pride. Nothing is regular about me. I was saying that they're just not special because like they're so consistent with being here. It's not like it's yeah, like they're like everything. So of course course we've got the one and only Erica. Hi! And the other only Steve. Hello. <laughs> oh, don't do that. I know he was talking in his mm. his uh, chocolate thunder voice. I can, I can bring the octave down. In his chalk in his chocolate thunder voice. <laughs> so it hits your basement. <laughs> and it begins. Yep, here we go. Let's do it. So in between the laughter, mm-hmm. uh, we thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Of course you guys us. know we always love having y'all here. You guys, it's so funny. I was talking to my brother earlier today, and I was like, oh, Erica and Steve are coming over. He was like, ha, ha, ha. You mean the roommates that don't pay anything? 
<laughs> we pay in love and excitement. I know. And I was and was Tony perfect. was like, yeah, that's kind of true. Because he was like, y'all are always together. And always. we're like, we like to think of ourselves as the cluster, mm-hmm. right? If anybody watched Sense 8, you guys would know what that means. Mm-hmm. I do so too. Good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. But the four of us are literally like inter- inseparable. Interdependent. Is that what it is? Like we literally cannot function. And it's so great. Well, that would be codependent. Codependent. Mm. But it's like, but it's crazy too because like even with like being in a relationship with my husband it's so Wait, amazing to have <laughs> it's so amazing to Did be able to have like uh, like it's literally the four of us get together and it's like for friends yeah. even though he and I are married like with independently one like it's like the craziest thing mm-hmm. in the world like we like not only do we have a relationship but like we get to have a friendship with all you guys that we all share and it's like is it like we're like our own sex in the city like yes. it's like oh really really funny it's like kind of cool did we go over who was who i'm samantha i'm miranda i'm charlotte aren't i you yeah, are charlotte. you are charlotte yeah you're charlotte <laughs> no one's carrie no no <laughs> tony's no. carrie i'm mad he said no one's carrie no. he was like if any of you bitches thought she was carrie that's that's wrong no, she's too. the worst no don't no you don't want to take her you she's are, nothing but a giant bottle of neuroses you think you're not neurotic sweetheart but there's, you have some neuroses. <laughs> mm. Maybe not as Carrie intense, no. but there are some neuroses that you carry. It's kind of interesting. Mm. Like, Mr., like, the three of us go out at night, and you're like, I'm going to stay home. I That's not neurotic. That's fatigue. <laughs> I'm not tired. fatigue. Because then you, you have to stay home and play video games all That's night. It's not taxing. <laughs> Anyway, there's that's this topic that we're going to talk about. That's, 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 that's okay, here we go. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, so thank you guys so much for being here. We are super excited. So this episode we're talking about, I, we just wanted to have an, a, a square table discussion. Rectangular? <laughs> a rectangular, a rectangle, I think. Um, he would but, like it to be round table. Oh, mm. thank, uh, yes, I, from your lips to God's ears. Well, uh, from your lips to your wallet. <laughs> I can pay for it right now. Um <laughs> We're talking about dating and all of the craziness that is Mm. going on with dating, right? But more specifically, we wanted to talk about like some dating do's and don'ts. Um, As the two single people (laughs) at the table. Also known as the buffet of horror stories. Yes. (laughs) As the singles at the table and as two people that have been together for almost 10 years. Um, and then also have had some dating history and things like that. We uh, just kind of wanted to talk about some things that y'all folks out there should not be doing when it comes Ooh, to Lord dating. Jesus. So we're going to open the floor. Who has like a really interesting bad date story? Mm. Who, anybody? I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Erica. <laughs> you know, I got stories for days. <laughs> I got a story. Okay. All right. So... You just want me to tell a story? Sure. Well, well let me just preface this. Clearly, this is going to be a don't. <laughs> this is a don't. I think don't. so. I'm getting that. This is I'm a getting don't. don't energy. This is a do not pass go. Do not collect three. Two, how many times? Two times. <laughs> vagina. Don't collect vagina. You won't. I promise you. If you had this date, I hope he listened to this too. So I went on this date with this guy and like... Mm, Jesus. So the whole, so he, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to start there. But he, yeah. we, he picked me up and he shouldn't have. In a hoopsie, right? 
Yeah. But, okay, so, no, don't do that. Because I'm not vain. I'm not vain. I'm not vain. Did you say a hoopty? I live in a, a hoopty. I live oh. in a, okay, so, let me stop. So, I live in the city, so, you know, I don't, I sold my car and I moved here. I don't need a car. I don't have one. If you have a car, like, that's cool, whatever. I do not care what your car looks like. like but a hoopty is a hoopty. Like, no, but that's fine. Sometimes I be getting into a lift and I be like, what the hoopty? Well, okay, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because if I get into a lift, if I get into a lift, that's something that I'm paying to get into. I expect the car to be decent. Exactly. This was not a lift. He was picking me up in his own whip. And I was like, all right, like, that's fine. But your person, I feel like. Your windshield if should be cracked. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if you're, if you are, if you're driving a hoopty, your personality should be humble. Like it needs, something needs to match. You can't have. Hendrick said it. You're not driving with a hoopty and you got like Oprah mentality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like a, a whole sermon. Right hello. <laughs> so he like picked me up. He shouldn't have. You know, there's like tape on the windows. I'm falling into the car. The seatbelt is stuck. <laughs> Should really be oh, IGTV this so you I can see Steve's face. Steve's face. He's so flabbergasted. He has not heard this story. <laughs> he has not. I'm like, well, for time's sake, I'm, we got a cliff nose version. Yes, mm. I'm pulling the seatbelt. The seatbelt is stuck. Whatever. We get to the we get to the place. Didn't open the doors. He did not open. He got out. Okay, so he got guys. Sorry, I, I know we're doing cliff Fellas, notes. So this is a this is a don't. This is a don't. I'm gonna highlight this. All right. Yes, I am a heterosexual woman. I need to preface, you know. If you are picking your lady up and it's your date, and especially if it's like a first date, if we're like super comfortable and it's like the third date, I don't like, I could open, regardless, I could open my own door. I'm an independent woman. But it would be nice if you open the, if you're going to pick me up, it'd be nice if you open the door. He got out the car and stood in the middle of the street to like give me a hug, which was awkward as hell, to then get to the front like go to his side of the door and not open the door for me so I'm like well shit you could have stayed in the car like what are you getting <laughs> but I think it was funny because you made a very valid point about it because you don't typically date guys within your age range I don't and like within your age at and, all and you typically date older, older guys yes and you this was the first time that you dated a guy that was yes. your age and you didn't get your door correct open now for I'm you, in culture shock very interesting. Yeah. I'm used to like people who know like I'm used to men who know how to act like men yeah and it's interesting he the was only, a child the only time that I've ever been able to give credit to a guy that was younger that actually was somewhat chivalrous was when I saw my sister's boyfriend right. well he, he got some sense he was he, raised right he, he was raised right and, he was and raised the way right. he was taking care of, like, and I was like okay yes but I really like him I really like him in general right. but like I think that like he did that and I was like uh, like I felt comfortable as a yes. brother being like okay i see i see him it's I like okay him. i got it's, you it's you got really, some really sense good. you got a good head on your shoulders you know yes but okay so continue. a dating do if you're taking the person on the date be and you're chivalrous. picking them up be chivalrous open the door i think that's even between two guys too that's what though. i said, like, I said yeah. you heard what i said i said if you're whoever is the one if you're asking whoever is asking whoever on the date if you're taking me out open the door I mean, Whoever. even Tony and I go through like this, like, I'm opening, no, I'm opening it for you. No, I'm opening it for you. No, yeah. you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Like, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's a, a bit know, of a chivalry it's that like, needs to happen. Show me, show me that, like, you're appreciative. First of all, my time is valuable. I don't oh, know oh, you. Oh, let's get into that. Mm. I don't know you. Right. 
I could be doing anything with these two and a half hours. Yes, that's how long the day lasted. Okay. I could be doing anything with these two and a half hours. I don't have to spend them with a person that I do not know. Show me that you appreciate me and open the door. That's it. Mm. But he wanted to do this whole, like, he not opening the door. Then I go to open it. It's locked. I'm, like, looking at him. I'm telling him it's locked. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, I clearly... What you're not going to do is catch an attitude. So, also, like, my attitude is crazy. So, you want to show me attitude, like, whatever. So, whatever. That was, like, a whole debacle. And then we get to the restaurant. <laughs> Let's get okay. funky, bitch. Here's a don't. Do not have your leading questions, your dating questions, your first date questions, be questions of high-intensity problem, like social like social issues politics religion race ethnicity things that are like very high intense like charged issues with somebody that you do not know maybe if you want to see somebody's view like i'm all for like having you know intense not intense conversations but like having conversations about important issues on the first date because i feel like that's important because you want to know the type of person that you want to spend time with that's true type person you're getting to know right Mm -hmm. so like i need to know like are you racist or not like are you homophobic (laughs) or not because if you are like i'm gonna go home now like so i'm gonna leave i'm gonna ask questions and have conversations that you know, spark those conversations, but they're still going to be light. Like this dude was asking me, like he was super misogynistic. He was super like not in touch. He with... was like mansplaining stuff. Too, he right? was man. Do not mansplain. Like he was mansplaining. Like do not. I do not like he would try to he would bring up a topic about like women and their sexuality and owning their sexuality and then when I'm he's giving me like these high um, he's highly opinionated and very close minded and I'm hitting him with like statistics and he's like well you don't understand what I'm saying (laughs) and I'm like no actually I understand exactly what you're saying you're just dumb Let's talk about it. Urge to kill. I hate it. Like, you know, like, don't mansplain. Or, like, he would do that, like, mansplain voice where it's like he's trying to make a point. So he, like, raises his voice like an octave. And I'm like, you don't have to raise your voice. I'm crazy. Calm down. (laughs) So how did the date end? Um, The date ended with me, you know, splitting the bill because I was like, I never want to see you again. So I don't want <laughs> I don't want you to get the wrong idea. And me calling an Uber and he wanted to continue a conversation. I was like, actually, I got to go. My Uber's outside. He was like, do you want to drive me? Do you want me to drive you? And I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's yeah. Steve, it was what, terrible. Oh, oh that's not. Steve, that's, what about have you had a bad date? Uh, yeah, <gasps> I had one once that it's. Mind you, Erica is so protective. She's like, who am I going to kill? Right. I'm like, I just, <laughs> it's not even, when it was they just... live, I just want to talk. <laughs> why, I, are you, why are you running? Because I ain't know all that. Don't worry about this. Why are you running? Don't worry about this. We can't even clown on Steve in the group text with her no. and be like, don't come after don't my come baby. Don't come for my boo. So I met this guy online and we went out for uh, dinner and on the walk that everything was fine. It was kind of like, whatever, nothing ridiculous about the dinner itself. On the walk out of the restaurant um, and heading back to the general area where I lived, we're talking and whatever, and the subject of nicknames came up. Mm. And I 
I don't know why I did this. I, I kind of cherish that. And when somebody comes up with a nickname for you, that's something I kind of like protect, especially if it's from family. It's a family nickname. I told him what it was. Are you going to tell us? Uh, not right now. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to tell the I world? Guess, I guess know. we got to know him for five more years. Before yeah. I know. There, I know. There's a threshold. Not, I was trying it. I was trying um, it. And he proceeds to start calling me by oh, said name. No. Oh, no. You told me this story. Yeah. No. I don't know that I've ever heard it. I've and, never heard it. And I was just like, quick. what are no. you doing? Mm-hmm. Stop that. Shut up, please, now. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to do uh, you when we got home. <laughs> like, now all of a sudden. I wasn't. The nickname color wasn't the only problem. <laughs> That's fine. But, so, it was just like one of those things, and again, it wasn't a disaster, but it was one of those things where, like, I wouldn't do that. Do not I, I feel like some people might argue it, but like you don't need to call someone by their like cherished family nickname sure. on the Do first not date. Appropriate intimacy yeah. that you haven't earned. Ooh, appropriate. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. You should really respect yeah, that. It's true. Yeah. But um, also, like, why would you call somebody by their family nickname instead of pet. making up your own? Like my family. Like I expect like my grandma to call me that. Like I'm trying to do you. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. Like don't do that. Uh, and so. He walked me back to my place, and we're, like, outside my building. And he then says to me, um, here's, a, here's a no. Um, he was like, so was this, like, a date? Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm The evening sorry. is over, and you don't know that this is a date or yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. Look, look at now, her. She's now cracking I wish up right you now. Could see her. So, oh, I know. <laughs> and I looked at him, and I was like, "Why the why why?" I'm like, "No, what? it wasn't. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Actually, this is a business meeting. Um, yeah, I know. I knew it right off. <laughs> I need the receipt so I can write this off. I need a full report tomorrow I need morning. To sign this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so. I. Some people might say maybe like afterward, if it was unclear, sure you can ask. But on the thing, like you should probably know what it is, right? So don't do that. Um, and so, and I, I also felt like, like, I felt like he wanted to kiss there and I, I wasn't with it and it just got really awkward. And he's like, okay, bye. I was like, all right, see you never again. <laughs> bye. <laughs> like, you know, so it was like, there are little things like that, that you can kind of just, just be mindful of Res- respecting certain things. Especially, it's, it's, it's so weird how tone deaf people are, right? Like they don't know how to read a room. Like, yeah, they don't, like, like why would you do that? It's so weird. I don't know. That's so crazy. The only bad dating story that I have is this guy that asked me out and, um, and we went out and everything was fine. He took me to a rest. Like we go to this, right? He asked me to pick if he could pick me up and I was like new to the area. So I was like, sure. Like you can pick me up. Like, that's fine. Like, so we go out and then he, proceeds to talk about himself the entire time. Oh, I know this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proceeds to talk about himself the entire time, which mm-hmm. that's a dating don't. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Talk about yourself the entire time, ew. And then <laughs> you're on, not that interesting, I so, promise. Yeah, you're not that interesting. Then afterwards he m- made me split the bill with him, which I was like super annoyed with because I was like, first of all, you asked me out, mm. but whatever, cool. Like, not a big deal. I'm an in, I'm an independent woman, <laughs> <laughs> so I can I can pay my half. That's mm. good. Um, and then we paid the bill, and then afterwards he proceeded. Like, we were like going back to my apartment, and he like proceeded to go. Uh, he was like, I don't know if you noticed, but I have small feet, and I was like, I, uh, huh? uh n- no. Uh, no, okay. I, I didn't notice. He was like, yeah, I have really small hands, too. And so he, like, held, held out his hands, and I was like, 
Okay. okay. Yeah. And he was like, but don't worry, not everything is small. Oh, oh boy, I'm a tuck and roll. Okay. So that is, <laughs> could you so, just go down to just 30? So, just 30, so I don't brood. So that was another dating dote. Try not to make sexual in yeah. windows. Like, like, it's just come on. And then we get to my place, and I was like, thank you so much. Like, we'll talk soon. And he's like, what, you're not going to invite me up? And I was like, no. 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 <laughs> this is like the first time going out. Stranger like, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, and I don't know you. And he just, like, assumed that we were, like, going to. Uh, it was stupid. And then he proceeded to berate me because I wasn't going to invite him up. So he, like, oh. went off on me. Because, oh, really? Like, oh. like, went off oh. on me. So then it was so funny because then, like, a couple like a month later maybe i met tony and like mm-hmm. i was out with tony i wasn't even out with tony but i was like dating tony at the time and he mm. saw me in the in the bar and he was like Shook. sending death threats my way and i was like see this Wait. is why we're not and y'all went on like one day because you're like fucking crazy um so this is like that was my bad date experience. oh no so oh, what God. about you I only had one bad date experience. Is we, this the sniper? It will ruin the whole I'm story. Sorry. Damn! Way to ruin the entire story. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, you a sniper? Anyway, that I was, think it was, that was the story. The end. No, <laughs> I don't think it was a bad date, but tell story. No, it was a great date. We we had Greek. We went out for coffee. He was really interesting. He was super sexy. Like we had a wonderful time in Denver. Great guy, and then he told me what he did for a living, which was government um, approved murder. Dang. And then he showed me oh, the gun, the sniper minute. rifle in the back of his mm. vehicle. And I was like, Oh, there's a gun in this car, and you kill people for a living. He We're done. showed it to you? He's, he showed it to me. Does oh. he only like men? And is he <laughs> this one over here, you, look at her. <laughs> listen, listen, he was super hot. The idea was super hot. But at the end of the day, he kills people for a living. I can't date that. I mean, I can't. Deserve. Anyways, <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know. See, all of us here at the table are like, like I, I mean, I would at least give him a second date. I need, I need to see the hit list. <laughs> I need, I, exactly. That's crazy. Context. So, so Context. Let's, let's yes. do some rapid fire round table discussion. Yes. Let's talk yes. about don'ts. Right? Don'ts. Right, so let's what do about do. the do's? Well, let's talk about don'ts really quickly, yeah, and then right. we're going to go around and do the do. so okay. positive. We're going to do the do. do, do. So we're gonna like do. a Care Bear. So, Erica. Care <laughs> Bear. Yeah, because I said don't kill people, and let's talk about the do's. <laughs> Erica, what is a don't? A quick don't. Um, don't do this to me. Don't, don't belittle your date while you're on the date with them. Mm. Oh, God. God. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to say that? That's uh, terrible. Because men are trash. That's awful. Men are trash. Don't open dating apps when you're on a date. Ooh. Oh hell no! That is a good Don't even one. get me started. Here's one. Uh, that's a. What about you, baby? Go ahead. No, you were next. I was still thinking. Oh, it's hard, right? It's hard. <laughs> it's supposed, to be, supposed to be square table. Go in the square. <laughs> do not be rude to the wait staff oh, or don't do that. waiter or anything like that oh, yeah. during your date because that is just gross. Can I add mm-hmm. don't be stingy on the tip because that's the same thing. That is the same <laughs> thing for sure. 100%. I like just don't be like super negative in general, like about family or relationships. Like mm-hmm. just don't be nasty and like tear into people, like especially on a first date. Why? Why yes. do we have to be negative right now? Correct. I guess I am one? a Care Bear. I love it. <laughs> Care Bear. <laughs> Erica, what's a do? Do open doors, pull out chairs. Chivalry. It's great. Give a compliment. I literally spent time getting dressed for you. Like, tell me I look nice. I love it. Mm -hmm. Steven? Do ask questions. 
when you're having a conversation, you know, the both of you are there to to learn about each other. And Mm -hmm. I think it's only fair that you should have questions as this other person might have questions for you. You don't want the conversation to be one sided. You want to talk about yourself all the time. You know, just kind of be engaged. Mm. I love it. Yes. Um, I would say do give eye contact. Yes. It's mm. really important to look at the person that you're on the date with mm-hmm. just so that you know that they know that you're paying attention to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look at them. That was literally what won me over about Tony. It's like the entire time I was, like, talking, it literally felt like, you know that song, Killing Me Softly? softly? Mm-hmm. Like, where she's, like, where she says, like, um... It, I felt like he found my letters and read each mm-hmm. one out loud. Like he literally was like listening to me. Mm-hmm. Like and I like there was so much chaos going on, but he was like talking to me, and that is literally what won me over. Like that's what won my heart. Again, two people who were supposed to meet each other as friends, mm-hmm. and he's paying that much attention to me. I was like, okay, he's a winner. Okay, like I'm here. I'm yeah. here for so it. interesting. I like to think so as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows you do. Um, <laughs> Um, do do be honest do be Mm. yourself because quite Mm. frankly it's gonna come out in the wash eventually so why not just let it be known right in the beginning even if it means that you're not gonna be with that person Mm. find out fast yes i love it yes i love it erica what's another don't uh don't mansplain Ooh, Mm. that's a good one do manscape (laughs) yes Agreed. <laughs> oh, I didn't say shave it all off. Just keep it clean. Erica, you know? give me, Erica give me a clean work. I don't know. Sometimes lo- a little rugged. She <laughs> loves it in the jungle. <laughs> I be swinging. Nah, I hate it. I hate that you just call yourself a monkey. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. <laughs> you said you'd be swinging. So did Tarzan and Jane. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, Steven. Another don't? Another don't. Don't. Um, I would say... Don't be overly involved on your phone when you're on a date. Ooh, Who did you like go really with? They were on their phone and it was in their damn date naps? <laughs> no, I, I didn't experience that, but it's just something Can I think. Can you imagine being on a date be like, should I respond to this or are you going to have sex with me? <laughs> Left or right? Tell me. But not even apps. So like if you're just like texting a lot and yeah. you know, if you're really in your phone right yes. now, that's not... It's just good. Rude. You should, yeah, like yeah, it's disconnected. Y'all made the time to go out together. Like you're in your phone. Like that's not cool. Mine would be do not expect anything. Mm. Do not go into a date expecting anything. Mm-hmm. Go into it open minded. Go into it have fun. Like go into it like thinking about an opportunity to meet somebody. Hopefully things will turn out great. But like don't expect it. Yes. Mm. Like don't expect it. Like don't expect sex. Do not expect anything. Just go into the date and try and then see what happens from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem all too often is that people go into dates and they think that um, because I paid the bill means that I should get a hand job. Right. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Or like, I went into, I put on all this makeup. Like, the least he could do is like, you know, open up my door. Like, just go into the date. Ex- I mean, he should open your doors. He should. He should. <laughs> which, which doors are we talking about? He should. But my thing is the, the back door. <laughs> Every door. But my thing is like go into it and just Just be. Just be. Just be. And then take a tally at mm-hmm. the end of the mm-hmm. date and then see how you feel. It's at a point the end system. Of it. it is a point system. From like, the beginning go back to the end. end. Say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Do not project and pressurize the date. Mm. You are two whole people. 
Just well. being together, getting to know each other. That's hey, all it is. It is not the rest hey, of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Everything doesn't hinge on it. Hallelujah. Um, so just, just be. <laughs> oh, I like I, that. Can I make another one really quickly? Because we're going to go around and do a do really quickly. But I just mm-hmm. want to say a don't. Do not talk about your ex. Please don't. Oh God! I don't. I don't want to know. Why do these things not go without saying? Because again, what happened to y'all? We have to say it because people do it. Trash basura. And they not me more chata. They Ella. The love that's seeping from my body right now. People literally emotionally unload on a date, right? Where yeah, that's like, not. Uh, it's not a therapy session because yeah. everyone will the the inevitable relation like second date question is when was your last relationship, right? What was your longest relationship? Your long- and so then what ends up happening is people end up saying, "Oh my god, I just got out of this thing, but my mm. ex was blah 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 blah." And next thing you know, it's a trigger. Like yeah, people don't actually want the answer. Four drinks into them unloading all those things. I... It's like you don't want that answer, but you yeah. want to... I'm a virgin. Qu- what that question is actually about, though, what that question is actually about is, like, are you a shit person? Like, did you cheat on did your you ex? Cheat on them? Like, how are you over your ex? Like, right. do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's what the question is really about, mm-hmm. but people use that question to, like, therapize. I also think it's an awkwardness. Like, what else can we talk about? And yeah. it's weird to open intimate doors with someone you're not yet you're not familiar with. Yeah. Like, like, keep I would light. never That's volunteer like that information for someone I, I just met. I stopped asking, well, not that I ever like really asked, but like I stopped having those conversations of exes, like when was your last relationship, da-da-da-da-da, uh, in like the beginning stages. Like now, like by date three, I'm like, we're asking the questions like, okay, well like, have you ever cheated? If you have, like, why? Why was that a thing? Like, I'd rather ask the direct question instead of asking what the ex, because, like, every relationship is very different and very, like, complicated and complex. And the reason why a date, like, a relationship ended could be, like, Anything. a million different reasons. So, like, why? But mm-hmm. see, but... And that's, that's before you even met me. Like, I don't care. But that's another don't right there is don't, yeah. play, don't play games. Yeah, like, don't go, play games. Go into nope. a date and be upfront and right. honest, which I think you kind of alluded to, Tony. Mm-hmm. But, like, go into a date and be upfront and honest. Like, if your question is, are you a cheater? Right. Like, Just literally ask, ask, have you ever cheated in a relationship? Or what are your thoughts on cheating? Or what are your thoughts on cheating and things like that? Like, don't ask stupid yeah. questions mm-hmm. that, like... You know, literally pinboard string all of and these. And now you're here making like yourself here crazy because like you're trying to add one plus one, you getting thirty seven. Well, like you're, just you're also <laughs> deep diving into an Instagram like Hello. situation and yeah. stuff like that. So wait, like, does that thing. mean just do be direct? Be direct. Yes. Do be yeah. direct. I think that's another one. Do Erica, be do be do. Let's do a last uh, a last round of do's. What what's your last do? Uh, do have fun. Have fun. Mm. Have fun. It's light. It's you don't so know this person. Like you're just meeting somebody. Like it's cool. Like and that's a simple concept. Yeah, Erica, like, but it's so profound. If you have fun, if you can have fun with this person, like you could end up being friends. You can end up, you know, having a relationship. You can end up like marrying this person. If that's what you want. Like just have fun. Be yourself. Keep it I light. It. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. What about you, Steve? Another do. Um, if you're gonna wear anything that benefits it, iron it. 
<laughs> or at least spritz it with water and put it in the yes. dryer. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to wear a button-down shirt or something, like, you know, I think it helps just iron the shirt. Presentation. If you want. Yeah. And again, it doesn't have to be anything super, like, over the top, but it just kind of shows that, like, you're thinking about this in a certain way. Attention where to detail. You care. Well, yeah. That's kind of what my do was nice. going to be, is put your best, do put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a date, but you also have to put your best foot forward in an effort, like... Do put your best foot forward, but don't like give false pretenses. Like, yeah, do you see what yes. I'm saying? So like, don't over. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, overcompensate, over promise. Like, mm. yeah, I, yeah. Like, don't like make them think that like they're dating the reigning Miss New York or Mister mm-hmm. New York, right? But then, like on a regular basis, you're sweatpants mm-hmm. and, and Mister <laughs> yeah. Subway, right? Yeah. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, don't like just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, just make sure you're like upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. With don't wear sweatpants on a date. Don't wear sweatpants. That's another one. What about That's you, Tony? Do you have a quick last one? Um, do do uh, take risks. Mm. Get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Go for someone you probably shouldn't go for. Do it because you'd be surprised what good things can happen. I married up. <laughs> That's cute. I need to do that. That is very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and there you have it. I love it. <laughs> You guys, thank you so much for another edition of We Ain't Shit. I love it. I appreciate it. You guys were amazing. Erica, tell us where we can follow you on the IG. We know you have your beauty page. Yeah, you guys, I have my beauty page on Instagram. It's underscore Erica, E-R-I-K-A, does beauty with another underscore. Follow me there. I do freelance makeup around the boroughs. I travel. It's popping. Bomb ass. Mm-hmm. Bom- oh, yes. Bomb like, ass makeup. Disclaimer, yes. y'all. She's very good at it. Oh my like, God. Yes, me. Go to the page and look at it. <laughs> Esteban, where uh, can they see you? You can find me on Instagram. Um, How many are there? <laughs> my handle is at Steven. That's S T E E E E E V N. That's five E's. So just remember remember that. We're going to turn that into a drinking game. I know. I love it. Five shots. I love it. Um, thank you guys so much for And being... you can follow us here. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us. We are on Instagram at the Critellis. That is C-R-I-T-E-L-L-I-S. Uh, we're on the IG as well. It's super cute. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's so cute. It's so curated, but it's so fun. <laughs> I just try to, I don't know, we take some fun pictures together and we love each other. He go. drives me crazy, but I love him. <laughs> we would I have to fun. put the car in reverse to drive you crazy. I would rather, <laughs> I would not. You have to set the car on it, fire to drive crazy. <laughs> I would not have it any other way. I do that. But um, yes, please follow Erica and Steve on the IG. We love them. They're friends of the podcast. You guys will definitely talk to them. (laughs) You'll you'll hear from them soon. Um, Thank you all. You guys were great. And uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in un momento. TTFN. Bye. Bye. Hey there, listeners. Here's a little secret. My favorite part of the podcast is the hashtag gay relationship goal segment. Honestly, I love having the ability to highlight queer couples and bringing healthy, loving, and oftentimes adorable relationships to the forefront. 
giving the LGBTQ community the opportunity to focus on this narrative. So, if you know of, are in, follow, or are a fan of a great relationship that you want to share with us, send us an email, relationshipquestions at gmail.com, or tag us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Pod Relationship. Let's get back to the show, but thank you for your help. We love you all. All right, folks, now it's time for our listener situation. That's right. Send your relationship questions or comments to relationshipquestions at gmail.com. Tony and I will read your emails here on the show and do our best to give some guidance because I'm undecided, excited, ignited, and I don't want to feel the way I do, but I like it. Look at all these sparks flying, but I'm still indecisive. And she wants me to wife it, but I'm undecided. Wife it as a verb. Yeah. <laughs> You've never heard a person say that before? Just in that song. I'm a wife you one of these days. It's kind of interesting, right? It's a thing. A little a little uh, shout out to Breezy, Sea Breezy, Chris Brown. <laughs> Sea breeze, sea sea breezy, like yeah. like there's gulls and stuff. Sure, why not? <laughs> I feel like he owns one or two. Uh, oh dear, he All got right. in trouble for owning a monkey, if I remember correctly, or a tiger, something like that. There's he, a bit of a difference between a monkey and a tiger. I uh, just a little one, <laughs> um, but yeah, he got in. He got like. Sued or something of that sort for like owning that. It was a huge thing, but it's kind of clearly. I feel like it was a. I feel like it was a tiger. I don't know. Such a huge thing. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, or all of those notes, undecided. <laughs> let's let's read this here email. It says, uh, "Hello, Critellis. I was just recently introduced to your show by my friend, and I am in love." Instantly, I thought about asking y'all this problem that has been bothering me for a few weeks now. My boyfriend and I recently moved in together. While dating and living separately, we maintained good boundaries. But since cohabitating, he has started using the bathroom with the door open. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. And not just when he pees. Oh, dear. It's always open. What can I do? I don't want this. It's gross and noisy and smelly. I love my boyfriend, but I don't need this. What can I do? Oh, Dear. I think we're the wrong people to talk about this with. Probably because we definitely leave the door open. Yeah, I don't know. It's so it's so funny because like I'm kind of split down the middle with it because <laughs> like there's a there, my God, yep. Um, <laughs> but there there's an element of it where I've told you all the time. I'm like sometimes I wish we wouldn't have done that because I feel like all romance is gone. Like you you can't feel attracted to your person when you smell what's coming out of the butt no like it's like really really hard to I mean be like, some people are into that it's really hard to be like oh you know all hard eye emojied about it when uh when again your you know partner's poop is peeling the paint off of the walls it was a lot of alliteration it was so much but i did a really good job with it <laughs> um you know so it's really hard so I, there's that element and then there's the other element where it's like okay but we're so comfortable with one another that like e- we even do this like this is not an issue so it's i'm kind of split down the middle it's just 
in my personal opinion, you're just going to have to decide where your boundaries are and you're going to have to communicate it with them and just say like, I look, I love how comfortable you are with me. And I think it's adorable and, and it's very, very nice. And, and it really does give me the warm and fuzzies all over. Um, but you know, I, I, I just, I, I cannot be a part of your, you know, butt trumpet playing. Like, I, I just, I just can't do it. Like, you know, I, I just can't do that. That is, that's kind of a little bit of a boundary for me. So if you wouldn't mind, you know, closing the door, I would really, really appreciate that. Cause uh, you know, I, it doesn't make me look at you in like a, a, a very sexy or, you know, partnery type way. I just look at you as the gross person in the, you know, bathroom that, uh, ate too many tacos from Chipotle. <laughs> you know, I think it's like anything else. It's about communication. So perhaps the conversation goes something like this. So, sweetie, you know, we've been living together now for a couple of weeks, and I just want to check in and see how you feel like it's going. Is there, you know, is it what you hoped it would be? Um, is there things that we could do differently? Um, are there, what's the unexpected parts? You know, just, just a normal conversation. Then you say, okay, you know, there's some things I've noticed that I never thought of before, and I wanted to talk to you about. And don't just talk about this. You can just talk about this, but I bet you there's other stuff too that you could, you know, put around it as well and make it about a conversation about making you both fulfilled with knowing what you are and aren't comfortable with. Sure. Um, and it can include this and you can say something like, you know, I, um, I love that you feel so comfortable that, uh, you know, we can share everything, but I really uh, would prefer it if the bathroom door stayed closed and, you know, explore this because is it okay to like be in there at the same time brushing your teeth together is it okay if um he pees while you're in there but not poops do you two shower together does that have to be separate like i mean i would just fully explore everything that goes on in that room and just be honest this is what you want and this is what you need that's okay um, you know, your boyfriend will appreciate that and respect you, I'm sure, but also be open to hearing what he has to say. I mean, maybe it means something to him. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he'd be fine with the door being shut. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, there, there's nothing wrong. And again, there's like a part of it that's like super cute and it's like, oh, like, well, not cute. I don't think pooping is cute, <laughs> but you know, maybe there's like a side of it that's like, oh my gosh, I love that you're so comfortable with me that you're like this doesn't bother you but again at the same time it kind of is the end of romance like again you can't like there it's it's really challenging to like again love somebody or like even want to like i don't know be romantic or like intimate with the person when you just smell (laughs) what came out of their bum um, I don't know that you would immediately dive from that to sex, but the the reality, I mean, this is, and this is where, you know, I've always disagreed. Like, it's not the end of romance. Everybody poops. That is a bathroom. There are, is a toilet, a sink, and a shower. I know what all three of those things are used for. There's no mystery. There's no magic. It's, you're not fooling anybody by shutting the door. Like, you're just eliminating some details. Well, I mean, to of, me. of course. Yeah, I mean, of course, like, you know what's going on in there, right? Because to your point, everybody poops. But again, that just doesn't mean that everyone has to be a 
part of it. And I think that's where, like, I think that's where it differs a teeny bit is because, like, yeah, I, of course, I know that you're pooping and I have no problem with pooping. Like, that's, like, fine. But that doesn't mean that, like, I want to be a part of it. Like, I don't necessarily need to, like, smell it or know that that's going on. Peeing, I'm less bothered by. Um, but, you know, again, when you start knowing those little details, it kind of... Um, it kind of humanizes a person in like a very weird way that like you, I think when you're like dating somebody and again, you're trying to be all hard eye emojied over them. You don't necessarily want to be privy to those things. Like you're just kind of like, I get it. You poop. That's like completely fine. But like, like you can just be there and poop and I don't necessarily need to be a part of it. Um, you know, just like, you know, again, like you, it, it's, it's kind of like us in the whole farting situation where it's like, I get it. Like everyone's gassy. Like that's not a big deal, but like, I do not want to be like sitting on the couch with you, like hanging out, watching TV, like cuddling up to ne- next to one another. And you're like ripping ass right there next <laughs> to me. Like, that's just not something I want to be a part of. I don't care if you have to like jump up from the couch and run to the bathroom to go do it. Like, that's completely fine stay in there a little bit so you don't crop dust the apartment (laughs) but like i don't necessarily need to be like a part of your farting like that is just not something that i need to do and again we're the wrong people to ask because we like literally talk to each other from the toilet like that's not a big deal for us but also at the same time i have done my fair share of complaining about the pooping because it's like oh my god spray something or like you know like oh i can't believe like this is going on right now and vice versa you've done it to to me too Mm -hmm. um and and again but like that's not romantic there's nothing sweet about that you know and we're husband i just think it's funny i yeah i it's always good for a laugh but like funny is not sweet again not when you're talking about the person that like you uh you know hopefully will become intimate with uh, later on during the course of the day or something like that like those things get like branded on your brain yeah like, not for me you like think about it it's like crazy i don't know maybe yeah. i'm just crazy. again we're not we're, unfortunately this is the first time where a question was posed to the gratellis and we are not the ones to answer I ain't got none for you we are and it's interesting because there's a hypocrisy too or a or a, a dissonance to what we do because like you said like we'll go to the bathroom with the door open but don't fart in the same room and that's totally marco's rule i think <laughs> i think it's totally fine and in fact i would encourage you to do it and then i would rate it on a scale of one i to would ten. not do that <laughs> I would not. That is probably the worst guidance that you've given on this show. Yeah, you're, you're horrified. That is terrible. And on that note. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to leave it right there, you guys. Tune in to our IGTV series, Relationship, for our second listener situation and more relationship content. We are at Pod Relationship on Instagram and IGTV, so we will see you all there. We're going to take a quick break, um, and we'll be back in just a bit. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of this really important conversation. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us and tell your friends. You can also email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com if you have any situations or comments that you'd like us to address here on the show. And don't forget to check out our IGTV channel, Relationship, for a behind-the-scenes post-show conversation about this week's episode and our second listener situation. Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember, don't give in to the bullshit. 